letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Friday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include signs of improvement in the Twin Cities' new housing market, some road closures to look out for, and a new plan to keep Metro Transit buses and trains safe. But we start in Eden Prairie, where two adults and two children are hospitalized after fire skipped from one home to another. It happened overnight on Lee Drive. Crews from six local departments responded to the blaze. Eden Prairie Fire Chief Scott Gerber telling WCCO-TV that precautions were taken for emergency crews. One of the concerns this time of year with, uh, as you know, the temperatures are a little bit warm and so operating in high heat environments, we need to make sure that we recycle our crews through safely to make sure that they're safe in operations as well. Crews are cleaning up the area, which includes boarding up the homes that were damaged. The cause of the fire is not yet known. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. There are some signs of improvement in the Twin Cities' new housing market. Here's WCCO's Al Shock. There's optimism heading into the summer for those in the new home construction industry. Housing First Minnesota CEO James Vogley says some of the hot spots include... Maple Grove was the top spot in May. Rosemont was next. Lakeville, Woodbury, and Blaine and Minneapolis. So a really nice geographic mix uh, throughout the region. Right now, there aren't enough current homes to accommodate. Minnesota is anywhere between 60 to 90,000 housing units short of what's necessary to be at a balanced supply line for our housing market. Buckley says this is good news for those in the home building industry because demand is still high. It could be a little tricky getting around parts of the Twin Cities this weekend. Road work and bridge replacement projects will shut down both directions of Interstate 94 between 394 and 694 starting at 10 tonight as crews begin work on the Plymouth Avenue Bridge Deck, a project that will take the entire summer. In the South Metro, the northbound lanes of 35W between 35E and Burnsville and 494 in Bloomington will be closed. That's for resurfacing. Also some sidewalk and signal improvements at several intersections. Both stretches are expected to reopen by 5 a.m. Monday morning. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Grand Old Day returns to St. Paul on Sunday for the first time since 2019. Here's Mark Fry. Known as the Midwest's largest free festival, Grand Old Day is the primary source of funding for the Grand Avenue Business Association. Brian Wagner is an event coach here and serves on the Grand Avenue Business Association Board. Grandel Day helps us bring people not only together from St. Paul, but over from Minneapolis, from the suburbs, from around the state. Wagner says this year there's more focus on being a family-friendly event. We've added a stage down there across from Patagonia that is family friendly. We've added an artist and nonprofit corridor, which will be next to Hamlin and, and, and up through Snelling area within that residential area. A car show, bringing back a family pride stage, which will be at U.S. Bank. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. It's been an emotional ride for those working to restore the voting rights of Minnesotans who have been incarcerated. WCCO Susie Jones explains. It's much more than just the act of voting for Brian Fullman with Isaiah and the founder of the Barbershop and Black Congregation Cooperative. It's a transformation with, that goes on within us. He's been in prison and has spent years working to this end. We just told the world, and specifically this country, that we are intentional about including our people, and that just means a lot to not just me, but my family. Members of the Restore the Vote Coalition will now begin a campaign to educate people about the new law in the hope of reaching out to those disenfranchised and bring them back into the fold. 
I'm Mark Fry. A 19-year-old man is dead following an early morning shooting in Brooklyn Park. Police say the man was brought by friends to Unity Hospital in Fridley with a gunshot wound to the chest. That shooting reportedly happened in the 9400 block of Thomas Avenue North. So far, no arrests. Meanwhile, Owatonna police say they're investigating after a woman was found shot to death under the I-35 bridge overpass on Tuesday. The woman's been identified as 25-year-old Sabrina Schnorr. Police believe it was a targeted attack. There are some decisions coming up for Minnesota's largest utility provider. The State Public Utilities Commission yesterday approved a 9% rate increase for XL Energy. The utility wanted more, and their leadership says a smaller increase limits their ability to lead the clean energy transition for their customers. XL Energy is asking the PUC to reconsider. In the meantime, they plan to reevaluate planned investments, including improvements to its distribution grid and new clean energy elements. XL Energy has 1.3 million customers in Minnesota. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. A new plan to clean up Metro Transit buses and trains. If you're a rider on Metro Transit buses or trains, you probably have seen your share of trouble, whether it's a messy seat or a drug deal. But now with new funding from the state, Metro Transit has launched a new safety plan to address the current needs, whatever they might be. You're acting out because there's something that you need. Hortense Holly is with A Mother's Love. She says the organization will be joining the effort to help those causing the trouble. When we see trouble problems or trouble areas or trouble children or adults, we'll approach them. And she says they try to ease into conversations. We have a soft touch, so we engage them so that we build community trust over time. Part of the public safety bill that was passed into law includes a metro sales tax increase that will cover mental health and addiction intervention teams as well for Metro Transit. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Three high school shot putters, originally barred from their section playoff meet today, are being allowed to compete after all. The Minnesota State High School League originally ruled the Cambridge Isanti girls could not compete because their coach did not register them, something all involved acknowledge was an unintentional oversight. The league reversed that ruling last night. Still, mother of one of the girls, Sherry Wiltrout, tells Vanita Sakar on the WCCO Morning News it's been an emotional roller coaster. We were upset with, with the coach. Um, in hindsight, we realized that it was such a tiny human error where he forgot to click a box um, in this form that he was filling out and then didn't didn't do the double check that he probably should have done. Will Trout telling Vanita we've all likely made those kinds of mistakes and that she's grateful common sense prevailed. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Downtown Minneapolis is the place to be every Thursday this summer. If you work or live in downtown Minneapolis, you might want to consider taking your lunch break along Nicollet Mall for what's called Downtown Thursdays where you can enjoy free games, a farmer's market, and even a roller disco. Minneapolis Downtown Council's Leah Wong says the first ever field day that took place on Thursday is just the beginning. Today is our kickoff to summer and we'll be doing activities all summer long on Downtown Thursdays. The reoccurring event runs each Thursday 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. now until August 31st. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. And I'm Mark Fry. The University of Minnesota Board of Regents approved interim President Jeff Ettinger's employment contract. His first official day is June 10th. His contract will end next June or earlier if the board finds its next permanent president before then. The board also approved final details related to President Joan Gable's departure and its meeting this morning. Her last day will be June 9th. Finally today, it might get a little more difficult to find a Twins game on television. The heart of the teams. 
the heart of Minnesota, Valley Sports North. Twins fans have been watching their favorite team on Valley Sports North for more than a decade, and the contract is set to expire at the end of the season. But between now and then, there could be some change. That's because a federal bankruptcy judge ruled Valley Sports' parent company, Diamond Sports, must pay the Twins the full $54.8 million owed in that contract. Under bankruptcy law, Diamond Sports has the right to terminate that deal, and if that happens, Major League Baseball has already committed to producing and distributing Twins games affected. Diamond Sports filed for bankruptcy protection earlier this year for several of its networks. Al Schock, Newstalk A3O, WCCO. And Twins president Dave St. Peter told WCCO's Chad Hartman that he expects games to be available no matter what. We would work with Major League Baseball to stand up a production effort and distribute uh, our games, you know, to as many fans as possible. And I'm, I'm optimistic that we can deliver on that and frankly, a moment's notice. We do like the concept that Commissioner Manfred has championed around some form of, you know, local media entity at, at Major League Baseball. They're building out that division. The concept of centralizing maybe some of those local media revenues over the long haul. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.